This is the high flying, death defying mass sensation, Lit to DS, and you're listening to Eat, Sleep, Simplex, Retweet. Hey everyone, Scott McLeod here for Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retreat and I am joined today by one-fourth of Lucha Scotland as seen on BBC Hogmanay next to Jackie Birds. <laughs> it is Lucha DS, how you doing man? I'm, I'm good man, thanks for having us. Thanks yeah. for having me on your podcast. Before we get started, be sure to follow us on all good Android podcasting sites, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. iTunes eh? You're directing me now. <laughs> <laughs> and follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook all at Suplex Retreat. Now... I must say, I made that wee joke about Jackie Bird because I did not realise that was you until before we got there. No, it was indeed me. Um, and the, the plan was to throw the mask on <laughs> um, and have Lucha debut on Hugmanay Live. But um, <laughs> just before they went live, they kind of gave us a wee talk about um, trying not to get yourself noticed and to just enjoy the night and be part of the crowd. So I didn't want to put the evening on a downer by having me, my wife, and my brother and mm. sister law kicked out. <laughs> so um, the mask stayed in my pocket. You know, because I'd, I'd seen you go around saying, uh, people saying, guess who this is? And I think that's the advantage of having a mask. So a lot of people can like, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm looking like, who am I looking at? Aye. So yeah, well, it's got a view of not wearing a mask. Nobody recognised you. Uh, it's one of the perks. It means sometimes it shows. I can I mm. can sneak out. If I'm on the first half, I can sneak out and actually yeah. sit in the crowd in the second half and watch the show and see matches I want to watch without having to peek through the cup. Absolutely. Now, uh, first actual question, uh, it goes back to a show we did ages ago and we ask everybody at the start of the same question because uh, you don't really get the same answer every time. And so the show was about why we love wrestling, so I wanted to know why that you love wrestling. I don't, I don't have this one kind of line of why, why I love it. There's a couple of reasons why I love it and I, I think it changes from time to time. Mm-hmm. The reason why I love it now isn't the same reason why I loved it as a fan. Yeah. Um, no, I love it as a as a performer mm-hmm. um, and I can kind of see the magic of how performing in the ring can have an effect on a crowd which, which I love but when I was a fan I just loved being able to watch these wild and life heroes, mm-hmm. villains and um, Take each other on and yeah. put on a like a massive show, especially like um, I think the first one I've ever seen was WrestleMania Seven that I got on a VHS tape and I've, I've watched that a million odd times. But um, then when I was a wee boy and I got the figures and just grew up, and then it was such a significant part of my childhood that you just have a, a natural love for it. Of course, now you grew up and you became wrestling, you started training at the PBW Academy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I uh, wanted to ask why, kind of a mobile park question, first of all, why did you choose that uh, particular school? Is there any reason for you choosing that school? The main reason was I was, I was at a PBW show in Greenock Town Hall mm-hmm. and uh, the ring announcer at the interval mm-hmm. um, announced that there, there would be a school opening in Greenock. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I, I never knew there was wrestling school. I didn't know how you got into wrestling. Yeah. Um, but as soon as he announced that that wrestling school would be opening, I knew I'd be there day one. And I was. I was there day one. I was there every week until the, the school just recently closed in Greenock and amalgamated with the, the one in Barhead. Just logistically worked out a lot better. So that's why I started training there yeah. because I found a school uh, yeah. by, by being at a show. And uh, how is it as a place to train from your experience? It's hard to describe. Uh, if, if you think about it like if you're building a house but before you do anything fancy put windows and doors on you need a good foundation yeah. and um, I think PBW Academy instills that in you. Your first day you, you learn the basics and even to 
my last session there, we were still going over the basics at the start. It's, it gives you a good foundation to build on. And the same with like any kind of reptile pro training school, is, it has pedigree, it's, it's produced talent. Yeah. The likes of Noam Dar, Kayler Ace, Stevie yeah. Xavier, David Blaze, Andy Wilde, Luke King Sharp, Krieger, to guys like myself. It's producing talent who are out there on shows, so if that's what you want to do, then you need to find a school that's producing proper talent. And it's not just in-house. Um, PBW is one of 20 companies I work for. So when I approach a different promotion for availability of maybe doing a show or anything coming up, on my CV it's got PBW trained. A lot of them will reply and go, oh, you want a kid fight? Yeah. And they just basically take it for granted that you, you know your stuff because um, kid fight doesn't put you on shows until mm-hmm. you feel you reach out that level to be able to perform. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, about who you train with. So you saying it was Kid Fight, and I was going to ask, how is he kind of as someone to train with? Yeah, well, my original trainer was um, Scott Maverick, mm-hmm. um, Gary Burns, and he was my first ever opponent as well. I had my first match and his retirement match uh, the same night, and then when Gary left, Kid Fight took over mm-hmm. uh, my training, and yeah, he's... Um, hard but fair he knows his stuff he's done it he's been everywhere and he doesn't sugarcoat anything for you if you do something and he thinks it sucks he tells you it sucks Um, and I think that's why people have a good grounding with PBW is um, that nobody's told like oh that was great like mm-hmm. great great job if you would have brought a match like he's right backstage and he's, call, he's calling you on it but he's not just saying it was rubbish he's telling you why mm-hmm. and where and things that went wrong and how things could be done a bit better because he's wanting you to improve the next time he's not just coming in and just rubbishing what you're doing he's coming in to get you criticism for you to work on um, so you can get better kind of like constructive criticism in that yeah yeah as well as roasting you as well like <laughs> yeah. it, it does get you stinking uh, like one of my first matches was an eight man tag and the finish was me I was coming off the top rope with a big jumping elbow and the match builds up to the big finish I'm on the top rope everybody's waiting for it and I fell off the top rope and kind of just done a standing elbow and it was dreadful and I knew it was dreadful and as soon as I got backstage I knew I knew it was coming I knew it was coming yeah. before it came um, but again they didn't come back and like annihilate me, he came back and said this, 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 this. Then I made a point of taking notes every time I had a match. I still do it now. I'm very aware of any feedback I get from people who have been doing this a lot longer than me and can point me in the right direction how to improve. So by writing it down, so I, I basically my, my feedback book that I had, reading through that, like my first 20-30 matches, every time I was going into my next match, I was sitting reading it, yeah. so I knew that needed work, that needed work, that needed work, so when I went in, I, I felt that I was I was focusing on my negatives yeah. to, to improve, because the, the actual stuff I'm pretty good at, I, I was doing that okay, it was yeah. more the stuff that needed a bit of work that I wanted to improve on. And uh, obviously, now there are more schools open up, you've got PBW, you've got Source and GPW uh-huh. and all those other ones and uh, more people are getting involved in wrestling. What would your advice be for people getting into wrestling now, getting into training? The main advice would be go along. Go along and if you're feeling a bit self-confident and sit and watch the first session, watch how the, the other people in, in the class are getting on and how they're being treated and stuff because the only way you're ever going to do wrestling is to go and try it and get involved. And when I mean get involved, I mean don't just go along and train once a week just doing a couple of wrestling moves like there's there's more to it I go to the gym like four or five times a week I do a gymnastics class I do parkour I do things that I feel will benefit 
my wrestling career as well as doing the actual physical wrestling training and le- learning the skills you need to have that basis for wrestling but you also need the fitness because there's no point you getting in the ring if you can't like, go the same length of match as the person you're in with if you're in a match two minutes and blown out your backside then it's going to be very noticeable but if you're if you're starting out a lot of people worry right to the start oh i need a name and i need a finishing move and i need a like facebook like page then and i made all my mistakes when i started instead of just focusing on the like let's see what we can learn and actually become a student of it because it pays off a lot more at the end when you are out there and getting on shows and stuff you you, you know your stuff and you, you come across as uh, very capable. And uh, you talked about the PWA Academy who has been produced from there. Now, from your experience, you've been on some of the Academy shows. Yeah. From your experience, who do you see kind of who's currently training or kind of up and coming from the Academy? Who do you think people should be watching out for? There's actually a bunch. There's a crop just now at the PBW Academy who the only reason why these guys aren't on every PBW show is because of their age. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, 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 they're just that wee tad young. 17, 18, they're still, they're not big, they're yeah. not big lads, right? but, they're, but they're more than capable. There's a young lad, Darren Vice, there's, um, trying to go other ones. And what I'm trying to think goes with their wrestling names, <laughs> I don't want to be naming all their, their, their shoot names, um, yeah. but like uh, Jesse Santana is uh-huh. one who, he, he's had a couple of injuries in the last year, Ratchet. I think it's kind of held him back from getting a push on that he's um, due it. Danny Edwards is a, another one that's kind of young crop, along with young Darren Rice, um, John Tretton, Ray Barani, Logan Smith. Like all, all these lads are more than capable, like fantastic yeah. wrestlers. I, I get to see them at training yeah. and putting on some amazing matches. And you're going, like, these matches should be on shows and could be on shows, but like another year or two, these guys are going to. Not just be on shows, these guys are going to be names that everybody's talking about and they're going to break out everywhere once they just get that wee bit older, that wee bit bigger and, and that wee bit more experience. Then they're going to be hitting the ring with, like, they're talking six or seven years training under their belt, like, they're, they're not going to be slouches in any way yeah. and they're going to look like they've been doing it for ten years in, like, their first kind of mainstream breakout year, so... Like it's, it's kind of frightening how good these guys are going to be. Oh well, people heard it here first, they should take note of those names that you just mentioned. Yeah, and, and that was only, I think I only named like five, there's like, there's a, that crop, there's about 10 to 12 guys who are proper standout trainees, yeah. so who people should should be impressed by in the next mm-hmm. 12 to 18 months these guys are all going to start making names for themselves. Uh, I want to talk about you as Lucha DS and did you always know kind of you were going to be like wearing a mask or did that kind of come along as you were training? No, that was day one. Uh-huh. Day one when I went along to training, um, the only time I was ever going to do this and put myself out there and be in the ring was um, to, to do it under a mask. There was a number of reasons for it, why I was so persistent with it. What, uh, one is because the Lucha style is what I like. Yeah. So I want to do what I like, that way it will come across in my work, that I enjoy what I'm doing. Two, as a wee bit, I'm a wee bit older as a trainee compared mm-hmm. to a lot of these young boys and that. And um, I felt a mask as well would just hide the age a wee bit. Um, the actual grey hairs and stuff, like they, they can be hidden under a mask. And uh, also as well, one of the main things is um, my day-to-day job. I work with a lot of protection cases and, right. and I've worked with, like, within the court system before. And um, it's the same like, with school teachers when you see them on Facebook. Yeah. Getting, like their names are different and stuff. Right. I, I just needed that kind of wee bit uh, anonymity to kind of be... So just so people, like, maybe some of the young offenders have maybe worked right. before, aren't they going by and going, I know him. Like, <laughs> that right. guy used to look after me or like, 
used to be one of the people who looked at me in the, the looked after me in the security unit or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there was several reasons, but um, from from day one, I think the only way I would ever pursue this is if I knew I was going to be doing it under the mask. But the, the main reason was like, my style and yeah. gymnastic and agility was to be that style of wrestler. Of course, completely understandable. And you talked about the star when you were talking about why you liked wrestling. You talked about kind of these larger than life like heroes and that. And yeah. you work on a show as well, a lot of uh, kids in the audience and. Kind of in a way now you can kind of like portray that kind of character kind of for them yeah and it works to an advantage um, as soon as i come through curtain, i'm head to toe like a big rainbow whatever color <laughs> i got on that day in the mask and the kids know the mask is nine times out of ten a good guy as well as me coming in and like doing my big entrance and um ending the entrance for the big back somersault into the ring kids in the crowd love it my wee boy loves it and to be honest, that's, that's the only person I'm out to kind of really impress. I want my wee boy, um, whenever he sees a poster or sees a YouTube video or a DVD in the house uh, with, with his dad on it, um, it's something for him to be proud of as well. Um, so yeah, that Spider-Man-esque type superhero yeah. works with my style, works with Lucha Libre, mm-hmm. works with how you can be kind of passionate with it. Yeah, you talk about uh, the superhero kind of style of your gear. Uh, kind of, who kind of designs that? Do you design some of that yourself, or do you rely on someone else to do that? No, I'm a bit of a control freak. It's, all, right. all, it's all myself. The mask was designed by myself. I had a couple of ideas that I, I kind of done. I got a kind of mock one made up before I pulled the trigger and sent the design off to America to the guy who makes my masks. There isn't much input for anybody else. It's um, the only time I, I take kind of input on the design of the colours is a fix that you who makes my gear maybe sends me a pattern for um, new spandex that she's got and she goes I think this would be great for your stuff yeah. I'm like yeah let's, let's go with it and then it's a matter of getting a mask made to match it the tassels now are, were, were a one off thing but then now it became a thing I've got them made for all my sets so yeah um, head to toe from the chest plate on my chest every set of gear has a different chest plate yeah. it matches the one on the, the, the kick pads the tights it's to, to go over the mask they all symbolise something or they all mean something sometimes people think they know what they mean they don't it's just, it's just a sometimes it's a nod and a wink to, to my wee boy and right. more, most of the time it is if it's like when he's maybe helped with like if I'm sitting doodling and he goes oh I like that design and he's yeah. doing a wee bit then that's why that's on the chest plane it's not some artist mm-hmm. drawing especially like if you look at my, my red and yellow gear as people call it the Hulk Hogan gear <laughs> um, the drawing of the, the figure on my chest plate it looks like a child's done it but it's because my boy was involved in drawing that uh. picture um, that's why I never tidied it up or made it look really slick um, yeah. because the picture's for me and not for anybody else that's a really nice thing to have really and like you said we work with a number of promotions like PBW but uh, SWA respect uh, to name a few mm-hmm. do you find working with a number of different promotions and a variety of different crowds kind of helps you develop as a performer yeah, like every crowd's different. Even just within PBW, like yeah. the crowd at Greenock's different from the crowd at Airdrie, mm-hmm. Larbert, Dumbarton. They all have their own vibe as well. Even as well as different promotions, different buildings. Like if you're you're working in these different like bigger venues, or if you're on the the camps, or like if you do like one of PBW shows, we do the shows outside. Yeah, so that's just the differences within PBW, and then whether we're being down in Wales working for Exposure or in Pro Wrestling Ulster over in Belfast yeah. like um, all, all these crowds are, are unique but I think the, the benefit of working the camps with PBW yeah. working large non wrestling crowds really kind of built a repertoire yeah and yeah, you talked about uh, the cities in uh, Greenock you're kind of the hometown guy when you go when you perform shows in Greenock how is that kind of 
we kind of perform for the kind of made a hometown like hero almost. That's where I was born. That's where I trained. Yeah. Um, and then so many the, the shows are in Green. A great performing. Um, I can't can't describe the feeling of coming out and like sometimes you come out and you you can capture some of the crowd. But Green, I come out. I've got the crowd. I've got yeah. all of them. They're there. A lot of them are there to see me. Yeah. And I've got a lot of friends and family in the crowd, but as well as so there's the local crowd as well. Um, they all know I'm the local guy. We mm-hmm. make a big deal about advertising it and we've yeah. got the posters will have Green Oaks on and I'm announced as Green Oaks on and stuff as well. And you won the King of the Cruisers in Airdrie last year. Uh, how was that a moment to win the King of the Cruisers? Well, it's the most important thing I've won. I've, I've won titles and I've won tournaments and all different types of things since I've started. But when I started wrestling, I wanted to be in the King of Cruisers match yeah. because it was my favourite match. PBW only does that match once a year, and when I started, I would love to be in it. And at the time, it was still at Greenock. So I got the opportunity, once I, I debuted, to wrestle at Greenock, which yeah. I thought was a massive achievement just to get on my hometown show. Then the next thing was like King of Cruisers, that's what I'm aiming for. I got the spot in King of Cruisers, and the one at Greenock, the um, Lou King Sharp cheated to win. <laughs> no doubt about it, he did. He needed Krieger to come out and help him, um, which kind of cost me at Greenock. Um, so that's what focused me on the air that I was like, um, don't lie, am I going to be in this match again? I'm going to win it this time. And then in the it, it ended up, it was me looking sharp at the end again, uh, but this time it, was, um, it went in my favour. Yeah. And uh, definitely suits your style, but I would like to say to a fluking shop and Gregor, listen to this, this was, these were your words, not mine. Oh, <laughs> they help that night, and they'll hear it every other night. Um, the, the two guys have um, cost me a couple of winners in Greenock. Um, <laughs> Which is upsetting as it was at the time. Um, I think it, they, they actually helped um, light a fire underneath me as well, uh-huh. which is good. So sometimes not, not every loss is, is a defeat. I think you can use it to inspire and go on and uh, push yourself to steer the ship in your direction. Yeah. And uh, I mentioned earlier you were part of Lucha Scotland along with uh, Falcon, Robbie Solar, and Soldado. Yeah. Have you got any kind of good Lucha Scotland stories that you can kind of share with us? To be honest, Lucha Scotland's still, still fairly new. Yeah. Um, we've, we've had a number of matches. Solar and Falcon have teamed at Reckless a few times. Yeah. Myself and Soldato have teamed at um, Wrestling has been in Scotland. Myself and Soldato are going to be teaming next month down at Southside. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself and Solar are back with SWA coming up as well. Just now we're all kind of doing our own thing. And then we have this bonus of every now and again to Vizzle Pen up. Yeah. And we're doing that under the kind of one banner, all trying to work together and, and show that the guys together are a really good force mm-hmm. and we're, we're a good team. And it's not just about putting the two guys with a mask together or yeah. the three guys or the four guys. It's we actually want to push it as a brand. And if we can do it across three or four different promotions, mm-hmm. it, it builds that brand no matter who, who the two or the three guys are. Yeah. Um, I don't need to be involved in all the matches. They are just so hard, but just now we'll. We've had a lot of talk, a lot of interest from different promotions who are all interested in um, using two years, three years, four years, and there is stuff coming up. The kind of best story, like, the best story of four years ago was um, when we, I was up last up in Glasgow and um, the four days over there, steaming drunk, and <laughs> I woke up the next day missing a phone, uh, but Soldato's mask. Um, I, I don't know what happened there. I do know at one point we were all we all had our masks on in the pub, taking photos with folk. It's like flashback memories of it. Like yeah. it's, uh, it was a really fun night. Then 
wrestle manager but me and Solar picking up the SW tag team titles yeah. um, which we, we lost but um, like we're, we're gunning for them again like I don't feel we, we got a chance to have a good run with them it was kind of we, we won them then we lost them it's kind of two crazy weekends where we were involved like even the weekend where we won them we lost the night before in like 10 seconds to call promotions it's uh-huh. like we're a really good team and mm-hmm. we, we need to hit the ground running with it um, we've tagged at a number of promotions now up at United SWA the one Rooney but there's another uh, company coming up where we're going to wrestle as well and mm-hmm. then with me so that'll do the south side that, that's something I really want to pursue is like just got and get yeah. um, dates in England for these bigger promotions where yeah. we can be pushing for, for their different titles or tag team tournaments um, because the tag team scene is good at a number of promotions, but they mm-hmm. only have two, three teams. Yeah. And the same like across the kind of Scottish promotions, you can only kind of sound like proper tag teams about five, six different teams. Mm-hmm. I want like just got to be one of them names, and then we have that added advantage of it can be any two of the mm-hmm. four because any other ones can be booked elsewhere. So, yeah. so what the the just got name can. Still be appearing on shows. And uh, do you remember how it kind of came about that the four of you came together? Yeah, it was, it was myself who started it. Myself and Solar were teaming together. Myself and Soldato had dates arranged where we were going to be teaming. And um, Falcon and Solar. And I was like, look, we, we don't, we're, we're already doing it. Mm-hmm. Right? We just don't have a name. We yeah. don't have this, um, this group name where we can do it. Um, my suggestion when I, when I put it to the guys was. Um, Thingy is like the Avengers. Always use the superheroes, <laughs> but Thingy is the Avengers. We've all got broke yeah. brand, whether it be Captain America, Iron Man, Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, they they all have their own individual brands and their mm-hmm. own individual films. But you you put a couple of them together, and you get the Avengers. Uh-huh. Right. So let's be the Avengers of yeah. of Scottish wrestling. Bring the masked yeah. guys all together. Yeah. We've all got our own different looks and styles. But bring us together. And we're a we're a formidable team for any tag team. And yeah. that was, that was uh, the main idea behind it. You, kind of, you were all kind of teammates, you just kind of said, let's make this official, let's make this... Yeah, let's yeah, put, put a name on it. Yeah. I've tagged with a number of people before and I've got tag matches coming up with, with people as well who, who aren't fast wrestlers. Uh-huh. But, but we know it's going to be like just Scotland. The four is putting it together. It's four different guys that have been trained by four different companies. We've mm-hmm. got four different fan bases. So if... We all join forces when we're when we're wrestling and join forces with like our social media. When any one of the four days have got a match coming up, before they share it. If we've got a tag match coming up, before they share it. So we're we're getting that name out there to all these different promotions that mm-hmm. people might not follow me on my Twitter. They yeah. may be following Falcons and Falcon share something. It gets all four days to a wider audience. So yes. like that's that's the whole point of it, having that that brand. Of course, it can really only benefit you in the, in the long run, really. Yeah, exactly. And um, like I said before in another interview, like, we're, we're, not, we're not exclusive. If somebody else comes along who's wearing a mask and yeah. feel that they can add to it or bring something to the table, then they're yeah, more than welcome to be part of it. Fair enough, if there's any mask with listening to this, there's an invitation. Yeah, yeah you've got to be Scottish, but... Well, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be Scottish mask with listening. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned uh, some of your upcoming dates, and there's one I did want to mention. You kind of mentioned already the you and South Arrow team and... Uh, coming up in Southside Wrestling, yeah. your, your debut there. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always excited for a debut. It's always a bit more hype when it's one of the biggest companies in England. They put on massive shows um, all across England. Mm-hmm. So um, when this opportunity came up, 
are like, oh no, we didn't need to grab this for both hands. Um, we, we need to do it in press. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to do it just put on a match. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to do it. I want to go down and have people going away after that show. We've just got a jam-packed card. I want people going away mentioning the, the Lodge of Scotland match. Was, yeah. was, like, the best match or their favourite match or um, the fault that me and Soldato put on, mm-hmm. put on a real shift. Um, yeah. So, right, they steal the show. And... Yep. Steal the show to an extent. Yeah. Um, like... I think most people should be going out and not trying to steal a show, but going out and put on our best performance. Um, mm-hmm. uh, depend on where where we are on the card and stuff about how how much we can put into the match or how much we will we'll be able to run with it. But I'm going to do the show this um, audience in Sheffield that lots of the S and Soldato are a fun, mm-hmm. fast, fiery tag team that they want to come back and see. So yeah. so the the people at Southside are just like thanks for coming along. Yeah. I want maybe coming up to me after and go last year can can we get you for this date, that date, yeah. that date? And then we go, yeah, and we've got another two guys you want yeah. to bring. Yeah. Well, we become yeah. a kind of a regular thing down Yeah, exactly. There. <clears throat> and Chrissy, do you have like any particular promotions in mind as we're kind of starting this new year that you want to kind of start wrestling for that you've not wrestled for before? I'll wrestle for any promotion. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not very worried about how big uh, these promotions are. Like, uh, I know some people like wrestling for their, their big names, big brands. Yeah. Um, I've got I'm in the, the opinion of if there's a wrestling ring with some chairs pointed at it, I'll wrestle <laughs> in it. I wrestle because I have fun wrestling. So yeah. if, if there's an opportunity for some promotion to give me a shout, or again, me a solar, me a soldat, me a falcon, I'm willing to work there. There is promotions in Scotland that um, I've been asked to wrestle for. Well, dates didn't line up. Right. Those are the ones where I've been asked to wrestle for, and it wasn't just dates, but um, opponents weren't they available, or the show got cancelled. Right. Like, there's always a reason why sometimes things don't mm-hmm. go ahead. Yes. I also have other promotions who I've, I've spoken to, yeah. and I do have dates coming up, but yeah. they're not to be announced yet. Right. Um, but if, like I said, it, it, to me, it doesn't matter what the promotion is. If, if somebody contacts. Lucha DS to be part yeah. of our show Lucha DS if, if available we'll be part of that yeah. show yeah I'll say I wouldn't ask you to reveal anything that you can honestly get anybody no, into I, trouble I actually don't know what I'm allowed to speak about what I'm not allowed to speak about so it's best just not speaking about it yeah, um, there's been nothing worse than having a promoter uh, chinning me before a show saying um, you've given away something yeah don't want to get into doing any bother but, <laughs> uh, another uh, show you've got up in March uh, for Respect for Wrestling you're in a triple threat match with Glenda Barr and Alexander Dora McKellen yeah and he's kind of, I would say friend of easily so he does kind of love kind of trolling us on Twitter yeah yeah I always see it that match actually got, I, I was recording my podcast yesterday and um, I literally had my phone on the table while I was recording and um, I get the notification I've been tagged in so, so I opened it as I'm speaking into the, in the microphone and it was uh, the, the match graphic mm-hmm. and believe it or not I had no idea what my match was going to be so mm-hmm. like I, I was as excited to see yeah. it I was like oh great um, the big ADM I'm not a big fan of at the moment myself um, because yeah he's on this great streak he's holding the, the source title but he's also the guy who took my, my SW tag belt off me so um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like there's, there's a a smack in the face coming from <laughs> um, and then we've got um, Glenn Dunbar who I think I've now wrestled for like three or four different promotions Glenn's a really talented wrestler as well and I, I think when, when I seen that match I was excited by yeah. it and, and I think if, if that if my enthusiasm comes yeah. across I'm, I'm excited to see yeah. like 
it's a match I want to watch. So, but <laughs> yeah. now I'm in it, I'm like, oh. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how that one goes and um, respects a, a fairly new promotion as well. And um, nowadays, it's, you shouldn't be waiting for do- uh, shows to come to the front door. Yeah. Like, we're, we're only a, a train ride away or a bus ride away from these shows. I've got a couple of people jump in a car. That man's in Lockwinock, which is like from Glasgow or Denmanston or road. Yeah, I think you easily get a train fare. Yeah, in fact, there's a train. The train station is not on the back of the building down there because I've been doing via train myself. I, did, I definitely um, know that because I, I came here from Air, where I go to university, and one of the stops you pass on the way back to Glasgow is Lockwinock, so it's heavily yeah, yeah. from like Glasgow to there. It's yeah. easy to get. And um, like these shows that um, are getting put on by respect have had some amazing matches. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favourite matches of last year was a, uh, a match of respect that I had with Robert Rusher. The two guys absolutely killed each other in front of the yeah. crowd and um, when I came away for that, I was like, oh, that match was, was something else. Like We, we really put everything into it. And, um, but the, the crowd that night was a sold out crowd. Yeah. Um, so we want to see these shows down at respect getting, getting bigger. Uh, know that I'm a huge part of respect pro wrestling, but I'm part of the roster. I want any show that I'm going to be at to be to be busy, but I also want people to give these other smaller promotions a, a shout. Like the reason why ICW and Discovery are putting on these big big shows is because they, the crowds are going to them. Because yeah. they, like they're, they're bringing people in, and I think PBW have always been sold out shows because the family the family market is so big. Yeah, in respect. Respect are putting on really good shows mm-hmm. and it'd be good to get new faces in the door and I'm hoping to be part of that with that yeah. match announcement. Like I'm hoping people are coming along that night to, to see this triple threat match which, yeah. I'm, which I'm looking forward to being part of. Yeah, uh, like I said, the clerk who has interviewed him before, uh, Phil Dines, uh, I've interviewed him actually not for this but for uh, my podcast and he's never shy of something to say so I did kind of reach out for him when I, when I heard I was doing this interview and uh, when I seen this match was announced and uh, he, did a, he did have a question he did ask if you preferred to be pinned or submitted or if you'd rather he just pinned Glenn <laughs> well uh, uh, none of them things are happening um, I've, I've got a beeline for the the respect title whether it be Aspen Faith or Lewis Govan has got it and so I can't even lose in a triple threat match um, so ADM's out of luck <laughs> and um, Bar's out of luck as well um, because that match is um, going to be a significant one to, to put under my belt in 2019 yeah. um, and then I can go right to management to respect and say yeah. here look at this match put me in for a shot at this mm-hmm. belt He's another person who'll probably be listening to this and when I say these, those were your words because yeah I was you can probably handle yourself that I'm a, I'm a two stone weekly I can't even <laughs> Can I be dealing with any of that? Yeah, but I'm, I'm not the biggest guy you know about fast. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, if, that works. If, if any one of two of them want to kind of step up and challenge it, they've said they need to catch me. Yeah. And uh, talk about uh, other promotions. We work for uh, Soldato and uh, Solar in the past made appearances for uh, ICW. Uh, what does kind of mean for you to uh, one day eventually wrestle for ICW? Again, it's, um, it's, a, it's another promotion in Scotland. If, ICW come and ask me to be part of the show and the yeah. dates line up uh, I would love to be part of the, the show the same way Discovery who when we're recording are on tonight I would have loved to have been part of the, the show tonight yeah. a fantastic card as well um, as well as uh, like um, other companies in England and um, in Ireland are putting on some amazing big big shows yeah. and of course I'm watching them from afar and going oh, I'd love to be part of that yeah. so um, yeah um, 
ICW yeah. if, it, if it came a calling would be one I would yeah. I would well well enjoy the, the chance to go for it yeah, definitely and uh, a lot of opportunities are kind of opening up with, with uh, certain talents not being able to work uh, through uh, shows thanks to uh, kind of contract news commitments with NXT UK but do you kind of think yeah, this kind of thing with WOS starting up and uh, NXT UK kind of gives more talent kind of something to strive for I know, like the the whole um, talent pool being kind of depleted or restricted. I've not felt that yet. The King of Cruisers match I was in with two of the NXT UK guys and one of the World of Sports guys. If people are available to, to do shows, it's the, it's the same as any other time. Like, um, yeah. there's dates that I'm not available to work for certain shows. So, if it means more opportunities for myself, then I can only be a benefit. Yeah. Um, I'm not seeing, like I said, I'm, I'm not seeing a season any, of anything really restricting the, the shows I'm on, so yeah. I think I don't know whether it's a big Twitter rumour or whether, like, I'm not involved in it, so, yeah. like, I, it's not, I, I don't want to comment on it, just, I, I would just be guessing as much as everybody else is what, what the actual implications are of it, yeah. but um, NXT UK have opened a performance centre. They give me a shout, I'm doing it in my heartbeat. Yeah, again, it's just a simple train down to London, you know. So you can yeah, really... you get flights now for like 20 quid. <laughs> fly with them. Yeah, easy enough. Easy death, I thank you for taking time, but uh, in true easy to play sweet treat fashion, we do have some quick fire questions to get at the end if you're good with that. Yep, yeah, no problem. Rock or Austin? Um, rock. Cody or Omega? Cody. Trisha Lita? Lita. Uh, night in or night out? Night out. New or original recipe, Iron Brew? Go first. Dr. Pepper. Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. Uh, favourite wrestling game? Oh, uh, Smackdown, bring it. Is that the one you could walk about backstage? Okay, no, I'm not, I remember it's no good with games. Yeah, uh, I think it was um, the, the Rock on the cover. I just remember that, that one. Favourite pay-per-view you've watched? Oh, my favourite... Recently was uh, Wrestle Kingdom and the one before that was uh, WrestleCon done by... It was High Spots put on uh-huh. uh, WrestleCon show just before WrestleMania. All yeah. of them shows um, <laughs> where basically you, you don't know who's coming through the cup. Yeah, definitely a mix of indie town. Yeah. Biggest inspiration? I don't know, there's a million. Um, we'd have to go someday, maybe Mysterio, Pentagon, Phoenix, Osprey, Ricochet. There we go. Uh, dream opponent? <sighs> one on one. Pentagon Junior. Favourite venue you wrestled in? Really like the Jam House in Edinburgh. Love Larbert. Larbert Town Hall's really good. The Jam House is brilliant. Uh, Greenwood Town Hall because it's hometown venue. Uh, favourite chocolate bar? My favourite just now is CDB packet at Cabri's Ends with the diamond. That's yeah. my favourite just now. And last one, favourite member of Lucha Scotland? Lucha Diaz. <laughs> also, I like Solar. Solar's yeah. a, Solar's a laugh. I thought that was a good one to close on. Well, <laughs> again, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us. No problem, thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, before we go, if you want to plug your social media, hey, um, dates you've got coming up. I've had much social media. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Just type Lodge DS into some sort of search engine on social media and it'll come up. But um, I don't want to sit and plug my, my AIM podcast, but um, that's my kind of me passion piece just now I'm working on. So check that out as well. That's on my social media as well. Fair enough. Make sure you take that out. Cheers again, man. No worries, thank you. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of dick tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the fuck 
you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions. Get on it right now. <laughs>